podcast world. This is Caribbean Power Lunch, where we feature Black-owned businesses. I am your host, Kevin Valley, and today I am joined by co-host Osei Wright Alexis. Yo, yo. Osei, what's up, man? Good, man. Good. Good to be here, man, as usual. So, say I know you're excited for this guest here today. Back in RBC days, you'll be, you and three friends will be training for months to go and race through the hills and ride bicycles through the hills and solve problems through the hills, do some math equations through the hills, multiple choice tests yeah, and stuff. Imagine that, right? All because of this man to your right, Mr. Charles Bob Semper. Yes, How yes, yes. I'm good. I'm good. Nice to be here, man. Nice to be here. So Charles, you're the founder of Fusion Adventure Races. Correct. Since what, 2006, right? 2006. But I want to go back way before 2006, right? I mean, I'm looking at you, a young fella, a young fella, but I want to go back to, I say, your teenage years or so. Were you always into these athletic challenges and stuff or were you, what, were you a bookworm? I know you're, I know you're a computer geek, right? right, right. <laughs> so yeah, I just want to know what's the genesis right. of all of this. So actually I was into track and field. I was also into football and so on. But actually until early 2000 or late 90s, I had no idea that there were trails that existed in Trinidad. No idea of all the waterfalls that existed. No, no, no nothing. What we decided to do at that time I was working at the Port Authority and we decided to begin to go, you know, guys, let's go and do something. Let's go and take a kayak and so on. And then we saw, hey, there's this thing called BG Energy Challenge. And we began to prepare for it. We hired some people who knew about the forest to prepare for it. And then we began to train and run and so on. And we became known as the Notorious Authority Crew. I was the, the team leader. Mm-hmm. And... um we went in there with our mindset that we actually saw the winners in the year before. We cut a picture of them out, stick it on the wall, put an arrow by them and say they're dead. <laughs> yeah. And actually, when we went that first year, man, people watching us walking through the crowd, they said, who's these people? Because we fitted top, muscle showing. <laughs> and this is what this is what year this is? This was uh, 2002 or three, somewhere okay. there. Yeah. Okay. And so, lo and behold, we be the defending champions. And after that year, we were just known as the notorious ones. We were real aggressive on the trails. It was a seven-person team, five persons running at the time. So that was my inception. And then we began to enter larger adventurous coast to coast. And my role in that was kayaking. So I had to kayak from uh, Macrip, going around to the top of Trinidad, around Gasper Caves coming back to Kayak Center. So you're always into athletics and all that in secondary school. I mean, aside from track and field. Yeah. Well, not the adventurism. I was more into track and field. But I always loved the outdoors. I loved animals. So I love... You love animals? Yeah. So like, uh, for example, after Kiddies Carnival, I uh, told my mother, I want to go and catch some bachak. So <laughs> that was me. So I was happy to go in the botanical gardens and start cut some bat wow. and so on. So I, I always loved nature. I just wasn't aware of all the things that existed. So with Fusion, uh, we decided to take the opportunity to showcase these things that we weren't aware of to as much other persons so that we all become more aware as a country. So that was the actual genesis of the Fusion in terms of, the, 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 I guess, the motivation behind the event. Exactly. The motivation, it started with one, we wanted to, at the Port Authority, expose persons to outdoor, the outdoor. And so that is how we started the first race. Mm-hmm. And the first race was actually from, and here's simple, you'll be amazed, right? Um, this was in 2007. They had to run from Maracas Beach over to St. Joseph. That is leg one. Right. Leg two, they had to go up to our second highest peak in Trinidad, El Tocuch. Back down to like 200 meters, build a chikichong kite. Was that chikichong kite? A chikichong kite <laughs> is a paper kite with a paper tail. Okay. It's a very simple kite. So we had a template there for them to see. That a belly kite, go back to the top of the hill, fly it, and then come back down. Oh. And then it was a 5K around Queen's Park, Savannah, and into the Port Authority. So 14 teams entered, seven from the port, and we invited a couple other teams via letter. And then subsequently, we invited a couple more companies and then we opened it up 
we made some flyers carried to gyms and then we ventured into social media and then we are where we arrived at today. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I would have thought the uh, motivation was just to torture people in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how can we make this thing as torturous yeah, as possible? How can we do this? <laughs> so three legs is not enough. Let's do five. Because <laughs> I say, I'm looking at the trailer videos last night and I'm seeing people bike breaking. Yeah, people, man. People yeah. falling down, rolling up, people scrolling through river and saying, Yeah, it's people, rough. See woman chin bust up and yes. saying, Yes. And I, I see, you know, why are you smiling? Shout out. I only want to show people in nature and trend. <laughs> <laughs> because you know actually you know what happens I think at times if persons don't feel the need to curse us on the day I think they would have been like ah, I didn't really do fusion it wasn't hard enough mm-hmm. you know because on the day itself while my officials in the trail Man, expletives going as that. <laughs> all your people wicked. All your father's the devil. All your la, la, la. But they like that because they come in there after Exactly. <laughs> no, the thing is this. While you're doing it, at times it's like, gosh, this thing is not fun, boy. Especially if you are the lag with your team. Yeah, that's not like me. That's not like me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't feel fun. But the thing is, when you end it and, and you're able to realize, wow, I was able to do this. And that is part of our tagline. When you cross the finish line, you'll know a bit more about yourself. Because that is true. You will either know, oh, oh I have this strength about me physically, or I have this weakness about me emotionally mm. and psychologically. And you'll be like, okay, well, I can work at improving something for the next time. So that is what, you know, gives us the motivation as well as ensuring that some pain is inflicted because pain is important for growth. So what made you decide, hey, what's going on? I want to teach people all these, this teamwork, this resilience yeah, yeah. and all that. Like, like, did you just sit down and say, hey, there's a gap going on here? Right. So when I did my MBA, we had to work in a group. It, it wasn't an option, right? Working in a group, you realize, hmm, working in a group is not as simple as we think it is <laughs> at times, right? Yeah. And um, what we understood is if we introduce a group type event, it means we're forcing persons to move out of what is supposed to be their comfort zone, what they think might be their comfort zone. Sometimes teams don't even make it to the event, you know, because in training, they realize, man, I don't want to do anything with you and, and arguments and so on. One of the gaps I observe, especially sometimes, you know, we're working with people and they realize not all of us have too much people skills or not all of us know how to speak with people or treat with people. So when we saw that gap that existed, the second gap that we saw in terms of the racing is, as I, I share with my experience, where we literally don't know our country. I will could show you some pictures and you'll be like, which country is this? And uh, It's because to access it, you might be desirous of going there or you might not be knowledgeable. So we introduced that. And we also have a next thing we introduced on the race, which is called a fusion friend, because friend's important is a cylindrical pipe that is 22 pounds heavy. It's filled with sand. Oh, that's the thing I see people carrying around in Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, while it's not heavy on the onset, after a while, it's like, what is this about though? The 22 pounds, but that's, that's like a two, three-year-old child. Yeah. And then because of the length and you're going on the trail, sometimes you're knocking things and... Kevin, that sand, fill, that, that, that pipe filled with sand and haters. <laughs> As a, uh, was, no, no, it's an improvement over the brick you all gave the year, the yeah, year we did before. A, we did a brick. They gave yeah. us a brick to carry through the bush, through the mountains. I, I had to yeah. finish with the brick. So it's a, yeah. it's a more comfortable <laughs> element of heat that they put in, you know I mean? But yeah, it was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but let me yeah, ask you a question. Let's go sure. back on the, um, on the team element. I mean, yeah. so I can understand the team's taking part and the growth of the team yes. then, but... You as a as a leader of your team, because you would have men, you know, scouting the trails for, for months. You would have yes. on the day a yes. huge team in the yeah. bush. How was that experience in terms of, and what advice you might give to anybody listening in terms of forming your team and then managing a team on, under those kind of high stress circumstances? Yeah, and all yeah. That? Great question, man. I would say I was fortunate. I have a lot of great friends. Right. Right. And great friends who are willing to be as crazy as me because we spend months literally on a trail in the forest not only to find the appropriate trails, but then we have to carry in chainsaws, brush cutters, blowers, because literally when we finish with that trail, you could eat on the trail, literally. So we prepare our trails so much so that 
ladies comfortable to run in their short tights if they want and not be afraid that their legs will be cut by grass and so on. So we take a lot of time in preparation or in the formation of the team. So I have my core team and let's call that confidence, right? right? And so this is, is a tight circle that is responsible for the logistics and there's a next circle that is responsible for marketing and sponsorship. So these are my confidence and in terms of the first group, the logistics group, we have an oath where you know you cannot tell the trail. Uh, because remember at that point, and for certain races, we don't disclose the trail at all. I would say is we always hear that the most important thing in a team is people. And that is correct our point. Mm-hmm. But I just want to carry a bit further is uh, the most important thing is having the right people. Mm-hmm. Because not everyone able to run with your vision and keep mm, up, right? True. And as I was saying, I was fortunate because throughout the years, the persons that align themselves are persons who they share common interests mm. and common desires. And because our event is so difficult to prepare for, you will find then that some of the persons who they're not totally invested, they'll be like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. they will fall out. Mm. Yeah. So, but there are times when you can't afford for the fall off and you need to make a decision that, you know what, Charles might not be the right person for this at this time because of A, B, and C. You express that to them and sometimes you need to move on, you know. Uh, thankfully, that didn't necessarily have to happen with me because the fallout, as I told you, were natural because of the mere definition of our race and how we have to prepare for it. Mm, right. Yeah. Okay. And what about on the day itself? Like, like how is that coordination of the team on the day? Just, to me, right. I, you know, I, I see them on the jerseys and they're and just raring and yeah. ready to go. Everybody know where they're to do. You know? Actually, I was having a discussion not too long before because first we prepare a logistics document. The, that document is generally 20-something plus pages. And that document highlights on the, the night before the race, this person is going to pick up these other persons. They need to be at the start of the race at this time. And from this point, they are signed. As an example, we will have positions in the forest called G1, CP2, and so on. Now, G1 is group one. Mm-hmm. If it has CP, it means that point is a checkpoint. Mm-hmm. If it has Q, it means at that point is also Q. So it might be something like this. G1, CP2, Q3. So that, that is like group one, this is the second checkpoint and this is the third set of questions that's going to be asked. So everyone is assigned in a team. We have what we refer to as trail masters who we would have done this trail umpteen times. Mm-hmm. And even before the day of the event, we have a group meeting. We share with everyone on the map. This is your location and this is what you're required to do. Because we have had instances in the past where but this was a lot of years ago. So this was some years in learning. Persons make mistakes. And we, in our type of event, we can't afford for mistakes, right. right? So we actually take double and triple precaution. And apart from indicating to them what to do, we also have directional signs in the forest. And we have all of our ribbons. And we also blow the trail so wide that you can't mistake where you need to go. I was just going to go on safety. In terms of safety, do you have people out there in the fields actually monitoring what's happening? Yeah, man. Just to make sure. So part of the logistics is this. We have our team comprises of uh, 40 officials. So the officials just, they're responsible for direction. Go here, go there, uh, for giving bibs on the morning and so on. We have 12 search and rescue. They divide themselves into three groups of four and their role is to keep sweeping the trail. If anyone needs help, so there's usually, there's always one group in the back of the last person sweeping behind them. Then we have our trail masters who lay out. First of all, in lay, when they lay out, they're also going to look for any snakes on the course. If they see the snakes, they remove them. They remove these snakes? Yeah. Some brave men, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they remove these snakes because what, the thing is, once the, what you see, once the first team passes no snakes going to come again because they're sensing, you know, their vibration in the earth, things passing here, we don't want to mess with them, right? We also have ambulances at certain points on the trail 
where we could evacuate quickly. We have an evacuation plan. So if something is supposed to happen, search and rescue knows how to evacuate. And we also have, in terms of, apart from search and rescue, we have like two master officials who, they're usually some strong guys who also very fit, uh, who will do, give you a fireman lift and bring you out and so on. So we have all those things literally done, packed, thank God, through partly the planning and secondly is mercies that we have had no serious injuries in fusion. Actually, when I tallied all of the injuries we have had for the the 12 years, it amounted to four. And two of them were asthma attacks, which we have no control over. But the persons forgot to work with the inhaler and we simply had to calm them down and, you know, bring them out. Now, after that... That is crazy. Yeah, though. That was in the early years. So we introduced now... On the registration form, let us know all your allergies. So what the search and rescue also have is on the ambulance, a list of the persons, the bib numbers, and the allergies that they have. So that one, if someone is affected with asthma, we will kind of want to check and make sure, okay, they work with a healer or we will have inhalers just in case. And if, for instance, they need to go for treatment in the ambulance, the ambulance will know Okay, I can't administer this type of medicine because this person is allergic to whatever the case is. On top of that, we also have the officials also have at certain points in their bags a venom extractor. So if someone is to be bitten by chance by a bee or a snake or anything, we can extract at that point. So we take extreme, extreme, and we pay extreme attention to safety. Because we really want no injuries at all. And we have had, uh, apart from the asthma thing, we had uh, one arrest. That was three years ago. And that is it. A wrist? Wrist. Broken, someone slipped and they, they had a broken wrist. Hey. Yeah. Okay. It was on a steep descent and it was wet and they had a fall. And so, yeah. But certain things like that, we can't avoid but what we do in certain cases where we think it will be very challenging, we usually put rope so that they could rope themselves down as well. Now, mind you, when you sign up for, for Fusion, there's a clause that says, I understand that taking part in this event <laughs> is may result in death. In death. <laughs> and, and I'm okay with that. Sign here. <laughs> that's true. Sign here. <laughs> I just say, you know. Yeah, that's so, true. That is true. You know, so, He's not lying. That is true. Kind of, you know, that is true. Just in case he's an overall coverall. <laughs> but we we do, but we take extreme, yeah, extreme. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We yes, take yes, extreme yes, caution. Yes, yes. Um, but we do put in that clause. He's not lying. That's true. That's why I ask the question because I see the team on the day. I mean, everybody, even during the trails, like certain treacherous areas, you see people their position, just kind of guiding you. So, you know, I think it's well coordinated, and I had to kind of get get that into the into the. No, thanks a lot, man. And, you know? and we intend to even add some more dimensions to the trail this year in terms of one of the things we're going to do. And we'll be doing it this year because the event this year is different from all the years before in the sense that what we have in this year is last year we had Fusion one-on-one, which is one person against one trail. I would deem it as the simplest event in all. Maybe you could, I don't think we actually described what the fusion race itself is. Okay, Maybe you could sure. describe that and so the let evolution me come back of the and, race. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure. No problem. So the main fusion race started off as a four-person race. The first race was three legs and that went on like that for some years, but we always use different courses. We have never used the same course. Now that requires us spending a lot of hours. It's average, I would say a thousand man hours in the forest or just over. So it requires a lot of work from us, but all of my guys like to see the smiles at the end. Not, I mean, they understand the curses that person, like but at the end, too. yeah. <laughs> so it was a four-person race and was primarily running. Anything that has to do with water, we provide live vests. And any water it will have is usually a river hike. But there was one year they had to do an open sea swim from Pier 1 across the Kayak Center. 500 meters, but nonetheless... In a live vest, it will be challenging. <laughs> so if you can't swim, that means... Well, they have only live vests, but, we, but, but that year we only had two persons swim. So if none could swim well, then uh, guys, we have a little challenge here. But it, that wasn't the case. And if they were having difficulties, we also have guys with kayaks in the sea who will 
coax them along and, you know, they just need to really move their hands and their feet and just flop and just move across. Then when we went to Tobago for the first time, that was in 2014, I believe, we went to Tobago and we introduced mountain biking. And that was the first year we introduced multiple disciplines. And we kept that on. And then we introduced in 2016 an event called Fusion Light, which is a two-person race doing one course. So it's like, I would say one quarter of what is Big Fusion. By the way, Big Fusion usually started at 4 a.m. I just need to say. <laughs> Which means you have to be on site by like midnight and to gather yourself and then begin warming up at like 3 and so on. <laughs> and the closing ceremony used to be like around 5.30 p.m. But um, the reason it would have been like 5.30 p.m. is we never started any subsequent leg until all persons were in from the previous leg, for safety reasons, of course. And so we moved to Fusion Light, which was a two-person race. And I mentioned they also, in Fusion Light, they have to use the Fusion Friend. That is a staple. Last year, we introduced Fusion One-on-One, which is one person on one trail. And... Um, the numbers look great in that. And we decided to do it again this year. And this year is the first time we're going to reuse a trail to give persons, and we, we have any course the exact same way, to give persons an opportunity to better their times. So one of the things we added in this year, and only because of this model of the race, some, uh, I would say, advisory notices on the trail, three kilometers completed. You're doing well. <laughs> Keep going. Nice. You know? So we introducing those things on the course as well uh, because this year will be a different flavor. Prior to last year, we didn't used to recognize causes. One of the things we decided to take up was to increase the knowledge base that we given the persons. Remember in the beginning I mentioned to teach persons to work as a team uh, and sometimes there'll be conflict but we could get through it. Let's work together. And then to also share with persons some of the things that exist in Trinidad and Tobago. And in very near future, the region. But one of the other things we wanted to do now was at last year is to recognize causes and let persons now be aware. Did you know this about this? And so last year was autism. And this year we are child abuse. So that persons are aware, what connotates child abuse? Do I know everything about child abuse? Do I abuse anyone? Unknowingly, because we may be doing it and we're not aware so one of the things we're doing is bringing that awareness uh, to persons. So the medals themselves and even our clothing on the day represents what we recognize. In. So this year, our clothing and the medals will have child abuse logos on them and messages. So are you guys donating proceeds from the restaurant sales also to these causes? Yes, that is something we generally do. And... In discussions in terms of finalizing those type of arrangements with the authority at the moment. So I want to swing it over to, to marketing and sales now. Sure. All right. So let's go on the sponsorship side. How is that uphill climb getting these sponsors on board? I know Port Authority was where you used to work and everything, yes, yes. but but all the other sponsors, because I mean this sounds like an expensive undertaking to to put on. So how do you it go, is, go ahead? It's, it's very this? expensive, right? Our proposal document, of course, grew every year because one of the things we we did was gather data every year. So we have a lot of data and we have statistics. So I know the mode in fusion is between ages 26 and 34. So now when we are approaching sponsors, we have a history of safety because we want to make sure, okay, y'all are legit. Are y'all safe for this? And we also have all the statistics, the, the male, the females, percentages over all the years so that they could see, okay, do I want to align my brand with this? So we got on board a lot of, a lot of sponsors. As a matter of fact, there was one year, B-Mobile was actually going to bring down foreign teams for us to compete. But in that year, the foreign team, one of them, one of the persons got injured and they were going to send a replacement and told them, no, I want your strongest team because I want you to really run against these guys to really have them compete against the best. Right. Now, what, what happened in the industry when the economy shrank a bit in, in the country, of course, the sponsors were challenged. So we had to become a bit innovative. And throughout the years, what we did, any profits we would have made from a year, we reinvested 
in the organization. So we we invested in our archway. When you see the archway, you know, well, all right, there's a fusion archway and we brand it and everything like that. So what we have done, we have reinvested and we also have money that if, for instance, sponsors can come through, we're able to still ensure we have the event, but now keep gathering information and like that, okay, the market will pick up. Sponsors will be able to come on board because that is the very essence and definition of what fusion is. Fusion is the bringing together of several different bodies, entities, and so on to make one. And in that fusion, it releases a lot of energy. So my team coming together and we're able to do something great in preparation. Ose and their team coming together and they're able to do something great by, I didn't even know we could work as a team to overcome this thing. I really thought on this leg, I was going to pass out. But you know what? I made it true. And I learned something new about myself. And given the sponsors the opportunity, guys, come be a part of this. This is something that is great. You're promoting health and wellness. You're promoting the country. You're promoting the region. You're promoting us as a people. So you see it as a nice tourism product as well. I see it as a tourism product. Now, we have had in our races locally, persons compete, but uh, from foreign countries, but mostly as expats. And last year, we had a guy from Poland who said he came down to compete and so on. It's a way of showcasing what exists in the country. I know at one point we were speaking of ecotourism and all these type of things. This is a, a mechanism by which it can be done. I am not sure if Trinidad is heavily focused on tourism, the tourism industry, but we have the tools in place that when that becomes a main desire is simply to put on the light, to flip the switch and we're good to go. We want to go back to Tobago, but we have some challenges in terms of when we host it there now, will we face any challenges with the sea bridge? How, how will we ensure that all these persons will get across? Because not, it's not only the participants they, they bring their families, especially if we go to Tobago, families, supporters, and so on. So you're looking at upward a thousand, twelve hundred persons just being there. So it's just to ensure that all those mechanisms in place to be able to accept and definitely to carry this outward. So in terms of magazine coverage, we, we in discussions with Caribbean Beat so that on the airplanes, persons will be able to say, oh, this is it. I can come to do this event at this time and so on. So I like to look at things from a business perspective as well. I mean, I'm a, I'm a participant in Fusion. But I always look at the business side of yes. things, right? And I guess there's something to be said about the adaptability of the brand in terms of, you know, because you started as well, you started in one iteration, you changed it, you included the, the yes. biking, you, you yes. reduced it to two people, yes. and then to one, and you, you know, kept, you kept kind, of, kind of measuring the, yes. the landscape and seeing how the brand could fit best. So, I mean, what would you say then in terms of, let's say somebody else, uh, in business, trying to, to figure things out and they, and they run, run up to challenges. Maybe certain things are not going as planned and, 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 you know, finding that creative way to prolong and to find sustainability with the brand. Like, what advice would you give to people right. in that kind of situation? Well, one of the things, we have to be ferociously focused, right? So in other words, I need to ensure that, okay, when these obstacles come, I need to be so determined and so encouraged and so intrinsically involved in this thing that, listen, we will find a way. We will find a way. Now, whether or not our expertise will be up to the level or not, is something we'll have to work on. But I'll give you my example, as you mentioned. So, fusion numbers were going up. Man, we, we knew we were getting a dip when we went to Tobago because we're going in a different country and we introduced biking. So, we were up 103 teams a year before and then we dropped to 84 teams. But we're like, you know what? We expected this. So in other words, we prepared ourselves. Do not be discouraged with a shortfall. You're going to get it. But we maintained our course because we felt it important that biking be a part of this as well. Mm. So the following year, there were 108 teams. So it went back up and right. we increased, right? Now all the surveys we were given and so on, but we're saying, listen guys, fusion real good. The problem is, I want more toilets. The problem is parking hard. So this is me now, like, yeah, this is true, but it's hard to get more parking in the forest. So these were child, I have to try to overcome, I, I, I sort of have a big constraint because I could only put in so much toilets as well because 
when you're going to certain villages, it's just you're limited by infrastructure, right? But it's something I had to overcome uh, or try to overcome. Now, while everything was saying green light and good with fusion, we said, let us introduce a next event called Fusion Light. For the persons who uh, hold their running, bro, I don't think so, no? Nah. I'm willing to do a little two, two hours, a little, eh? yeah. little two hours, three hours. So we introduced that as, okay, let's see how this goes. But we maintained our ferocious focus by ensuring that our focus is on adventure sin is on the outdoor and not divergent to obstacles or something like that. Now, we did obstacle things already for national security. So they had something they wanted to do for all, all the arms of defense force and they called us and we executed. We built 30-foot rope ascents, four person. We have 60-foot scramble net elevated in the air. I mean, with the works we did, right? And we pulled it off wonderful. But our focus is on adventurism. So we introduced the, the alternative event and there were 138 teams the first year. Now, here this shocker, right? All indicators telling me, we good with fusion. Mm. I say, okay, well, let's have it again. But something, I guess in a nagging feeling back on my head, I'm hearing this, but something tell my person's not too interested in hard races again. But nevertheless, let's go. Because mm. my data is telling me go. We went, the numbers dropped. The numbers dropped to, there was 90-something. So 108 to 90-something is, all right, we can live with that, probably as a blip. Right. The following year was like 50-something. I said, no, 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 My spidey feelings were correct. My spidey, but by that time though, Fusion Light was picking up because the following year, Fusion Light doubled in teams. So it was a clear indication. I mean, the story is there to be told. So we had to make a decision to drop what gave us life, which was big fusion, or to pause it. Let me put it that way. Or you can just ease it up a little bit. No, it is. It's just focus, but that's yeah. a, hard, a hard race. We got to keep it. Yeah. And that is the thing, because if we water down big fusion, yeah. it will not have the same effect correct, because correct. it's supposed to be. When you finish, I like, like, you know, like that, yeah. But the fusion light was was meant to be more like, okay, guys, yeah, let's go and take a nice run and we sweat and we could talk and laugh after. Mm. You know, I find you'll make fusion light sound real easy. You know, how long is fusion light? It, it's, <laughs> it's not easy. But like like the first year we did fusion light, the distance, we cut a trail from the top of Chancellor going to the top of Hololo. So you have to go those are some pretty high places, huh? Yeah, I know. So uh, it started by Queen's Park Savannah and they have to, had to go up Hololo around the trail. That, that leg was 17 kilometers, which is long for the forest. Last year, for like Fusion one-on-one, and this year is 12 kilometers. Uphill? No, well, up and down, but the uphill is really difficult. Murder. Yeah. That's the light, right? That's the one-on-one, which is... The lighter light. Well, it's light for one person. <laughs> light for one person, right? I'm glad you asked that question because we're speaking things in terms of easy and we, we're not defining easy. I find everything so in that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's interesting though, is, the, is the range of times though. So I remember like yeah. one, one, one fusion, one on one, I think it was last year. Yeah. If quickest team was like an hour one something? One hour 30 minutes. That was Kelvin Johnson. What was his slowest? What was his slowest? Slowest time was six hours and five minutes, you see, man. You see what I'm saying? So you see the divergence yeah. in times now, boy. So it really depends. Now, do you think the person that took six hours in the bush is going to come back this year? Good question. I think the person who did like up to five hours, 30 will come back. Right, yeah, yeah. I think six hours, <laughs> I think the six hour person might be like, yo, this is, but, yeah, this, this yeah, 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 yeah. Because you see what happens the longer you take, the hotter the sun gets in. <laughs> now, while you have canopy cover, the humidity 
is still flitting in forest. So you actually getting it worse. Yeah, yeah. I went a few times. I mean, I feel like spirits were talking to me. Spirits were talking to like, <laughs> like, is this you and Bush and the spirits there? And I was like, no, listen, it's true, no. I ain't know if I'll ever make it out of here. Yeah. I wish I'd kiss my, my, my you, wife you know, before I leave. You know, yeah, yeah, what guy said, uh, yeah, infusion, huh? Imagine I pay this money to register for, for fusion. I should have paid my mother to give me some licks. <laughs> you got me like, what I really do in here? What I yeah, how yeah, I reach yeah. here? I actually pay my to register to do this. <laughs> I should have paid my mother to beat my tail. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that is the brand where because you that's know the I, brand, think, I think brand. when people hear, hey, you do fusion way, but yeah, this is no, random people on the street. No, they huh? give you a different respect. Yeah, you know. So I think like I think that, that, that you can't dilute that, that brand. I can't dilute it. I can't dilute it. You have to keep it strong. So and and although we say like fusion one on one, I don't want listeners that think you could just wake up and say well yeah next week I'm just going to run to that right? it's not like yeah. that if you want to do it you need to really put in a lot of training from now because it's at the end of April it's 27th of April Maracas Beach it starts at 7am and um, you know the first person we're looking at the times from last year should be in by 8.30 and the last should be in by 12 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five and a half hours we'll give it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, five and a half should be um the slowest time, I think. Yeah. Well, see how long you and your team usually train for the for this event? Well, we used to train about four and a half to five months in advance, but from the time Christmas finished, we started training. I mean, carnival, you kind of slow down a little bit, but we used to train right up until the event. Boy. As a matter of fact, last year, last year, yeah, before when you had it in um Scuba. Over, yeah. yeah, we actually medaled that year. You know, we came, sure. I think we came fourth or something that year. But that's what yeah, 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 yeah. after what, five years? That's a, that after five, five years? years <laughs> just, oh, we were in the 60s. I mean, they were, yeah. but, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, the only unfortunate thing for us is that that was the year dropped to like about 50 people. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. we couldn't feel the same sensor, you know? Yeah. So, when there was 100 teams, we were in the 60s. Now, we dropped to 50 teams and we come. So, is it that all yeah, good teams left? To, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was still an achievement for yeah, us. Yeah, no, so, that's you know? a big achievement. Yeah, that's a huge achievement. So, definitely. We have some loyalists. I understand the loyalist aspect. We, we, we were excited about this one on one. We saw the email come out and all that, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Man, man, the group just uh, light up. People yeah. talking about what we go on with Nike app or we, how much, you know, when we return Sunday, it did start again. I mean, look yeah, forward yeah, to, yeah, that, yeah, to, yeah. That, to that buzz. So definitely have, some, have something going Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. For sure. And so, like, what we try to do, like, what I tell my team and we, we try to in, have it as part of our DNA, if we cannot do anything the subsequent year to make this thing better, we should probably stop doing it. That is what I operate on. So every year, you will find we'll do something. What can we make to do to make this better? How can we improve? We may do some things, right, that we think we're going to make it better. And based on our analysis, all right, that probably didn't work out how we wanted it to. So like this year, is the first time we're going to give uh same trail again right. for persons to better the yeah, time. We yeah, never yeah. did that before. Persons never had the opportunity to be like, can I better my time? Now, we think that that is what persons want based on what we ask. Persons be like, yeah, we love that. But then the numbers might differ or the numbers might be like, shoot out the roof. And we're like, okay, guys, registration closed. We can't come in anymore. But there are certain things you don't know, but you kind of trust your senses and you trust your, your team. Team in the sense of fusionites. Right. Oh, that's what we call fusion people pass. So you can't be a fusionite. That's what we put to ourselves. Yes, sir. Fusionites. Okay. Those are people you want to be crowned a fusionite? At least once or at least three uh, once, times? Once, you know, once. Once you're there, once you're a fusion. You want to be a fusionite? Is there a way to, to, <laughs> to <laughs> buy a fusionite? <laughs> <laughs> so like, so I say, let's say you're in the middle of the, of the race, you're in the middle of the yes, course, middle. and you decide how we're going to. I, I, I don't need this for me. Like, is there a way to, to quit? Yes, there, there is a way. Uh, what we do, we have our persons on the trail, they will walk back. Well, assuming the way to quit and return to the start is a shorter route hmm. because you might be so invested in this trail already that you might as well continue and finish. <laughs> but uh, most times on halfway along the course, we have extraction points where vehicles are able to bring it back to the start or the ambulance if you need attention. So there is that possibility as well. It's like a, a little bit of a walk of shame. But persons wouldn't know. Yeah, I didn't even know they had that option. So yeah. So, clear, persons, so persons who would have opted for that, they would just be back at the start and persons will, wouldn't know that they didn't finish the entire course. Okay. I would say out of 200 and plus persons, 
I'll be like three persons. So it's, it's not much. It's, it's a little bit. Most persons, when they start, they're dedicated to finish. But those people wouldn't be get to call themselves fusionites. Well, we, we don't shun them. <laughs> no, I, I said 200 some teams, right? Mm-hmm. So in terms of fusion, one-on-one, that was 400 persons. So in that 400, it was three persons. So it's like, it's dust. Mm. I mean, to give them the, the shame and say, no, you're not a fusionite, you cannot be one. No, we don't we do, do that. We all family and hopefully they, they just had a bad time on the day and we're able to encourage them and Kelvin Johnson and, and Osei and these guys who invested in this and they understand fitness and health will be like, yeah, but where at this moment? Well, I didn't eat anything. Uh, you, you know, you, you probably should have, if it wasn't eating this morning, carb load the night before and how was your training and preparing for this? Well, I went to do 10 laps at the Savannah on Wednesday. On Wednesday <laughs> and you have the race today. No. No, you know? So there are certain things, you know, persons may or may not know, but the nice thing is because everyone comes as if they are a unit on the day, you're able to rub shoulders with other persons and get advice. You might know that Ose is the CEO of some company, so you're also able to network and all these type of things. So there are certain, uh, there are known unknowns like that, and there are no unknown unknowns that happen on the day um, that it only comes to life when all fusionites come together and we do things. And that includes, that is from sponsors to athletes to planning team and the officials and so on. Tell me one more thing. Sure. So this is an adventure race. So, yes. you know, they have all these fit people running, swimming, um, riding through mountains and everything. Why do we have to stop to do a math equation? Why do we have to stop to do a multiple right. choice exam? Why, why are we Good sweating question, over this though. paper? Good <laughs> question. So the reason we introduced that test is to test in full how prepared is this team as a team. So we'll ask what is referred to as easy questions. But when you're under pressure, they do become easy again. It'll be like, what? And then people frustrated now and they want to leave quickly, especially if they see a next team is approaching and they don't want this team to overtake them. But if they don't answer certain questions, it comes with time penalties. So it's now a trade-off. It's not only about answering the right question, it's deliberating in your head. If I spend 10 minutes on this question, there is worth four minute penalty. Does that make sense? But then you're not too sure how much time it will take. So you need to work out that equation in your head. And then we'll say, you might be like, boy, forget that now. And I'll be like, no, I could do it. Boy, forget that. So we introduce our next test on them. So it's not really the math question. We introduce a team test again to see how well they are a team. The strategy Will they be willing to give up this question for speed and them juggling between trade-offs? So it's more or less trade-off and negotiation that is taking place between the team now. So we introduce those dimensions unknown to them. They will think it's the math or social studies and where's the second highest peak in Trinidad and Tobago? Where's the next name for a wild pig? And so on. And we have multiple choice. So it's, it's that easy. It's like multiple choice, but multiple choice is either right or wrong. It's not reading an explanation. So they also, we introduce negotiation, strategy, and um, pure teamwork. There's no other way to get around it. So you testing body, mind, and soul. You just yeah. testing everything. Everything. Everything, man. Everything we test. But in Fusion one-on-one, we don't test that aspect. Fusion one one is raw speed. Probably in the future, we may introduce certain things in Fusion one one because as I said, every year we want to see how we can improve and we take the advice from all Fusionites. So in our surveys, we usually issue a survey after every race to get their perspective on things that were good. Do you like, did you like the MC? Did you like the music? Location? Everything we ask. And we take that feedback, we collate everything and the team will make decisions based on information we have. And then we use our imaginative power and be like, you know, if we introduce this, we think it will have this effect. We negotiate, we have our own bartering as a team and we make a decision and with ferocious focus, we go at it. Do you have a business background? Yes, I do. Yeah. 
Yes. Because it seems as though it's very structured work, like a real organ, like a organization. Now, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I wonder if if that's actually deliberate or if it's just so happens that because of the ferocious focus and the passion behind it that it just kind of fell into place, you know? I think my studies would have had a lot to do with it. I am into business and IT systems, yeah. But having that background, having the education, having the capability does not necessarily always equate to success. Because having that without the passion and the desire to be the best at what you're doing and that you can be the best at what you're doing in the world and having the desire to go at that, then it amounts to nothing. But having the passion to go at it and not being aware how to do it is also a recipe for disaster because you, you could stumble a lot and fall and you might be able to get up from the fall and you will fall in any case, right? Whether or not you have the background. But it's just being prepared for the fall and knowing what to do when you fall and having confidence to speak to. Hey, you see a fall, boy. You know, what, what advice I have for me? You ever fell before? You might be like, boy, I never fall. I'll be like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> and I, but hopefully I say, no, man, that is part of it. You know, this is what you have to do and so on. But without that desire and passion and drive there, it can't happen. I couldn't do this if I didn't have the desire to go in the forest. And sometimes I in the forest, cotton trail. And it's real, listen, nine hours a day, sweat, chainsaw on my back. And sometimes you stop and you ask yourself, what are you doing this for again? We ask ourselves every fusion we talk about. Literally, those exact words in my mouth. What are you doing this for again? But then we realize, oh, Right, this is why we're doing it. Because while I might ask myself the question, I watch a team member and he's smiling. And I'm like, right, that's what we're doing it for again. We, we're doing it to see people smile. At the end, not during. And so it gives us that drive again because we, we remain focused on what we have to do. So is having the two things important. If in one person, they don't exist, as part of the team, it should exist. And you know, as part of a team, I need to respect your strengths and listen. You need to respect my strengths and listen. And we move forward. And those are lessons that we learn in Fusion. That Fusionites will learn. And we learn it from watching you all and from our own experiences that this is how we need to be as a team. What's your favorite horror story? Because you alluded, you, you mentioned horror, horror stories a little bit earlier. So what's yes. your favorite horror story while running this, while planning this? I have like two. But the first biggest one, and this one, this is my horror story to know, you know. The year with the brick was in Manzanella. Oh my gosh. As I say, as I get flashbacks and nightmares. Leg one. Oh yeah, bro. Yes. <laughs> so I have two, Manzanella and Tobago. Now, as I say, we planting months in advance. Eh? Months. And I, I'm a stickler for pre precision. I have a little wiggle room, but on raise the precision. All right, Fusion Nights, get ready for the time of your life. Manzanella, here we come. Good, good, good. On the morning of the race, we had one issue where there's a, a lighting tower and the vehicle couldn't reach up because the road, we, we reach up all the time, but this morning, a lot of rain fell and the hill is extremely steep. Vehicles can't reach up and that has our radio system in it to be able to communicate throughout. One. So let me identify all the issues now. One, so it starts off with that. So we, we now have a communication problem. But we, we could bypass that with tele, cell, cell phone, right? Two, and this one is no joke, bro. The most mosquitoes in my life I've ever experienced <laughs> is that there. Because it's swamp area, man. Uh -huh. I literally, bro, we prepare any course. And why we prepare any course only course I ever had to turn back and couldn't complete, go, go forward is that one. Because I work with Odomas, thinking Odomas is something. Who's Odomas? Yeah, Odomas is a cream for mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. The mosquitoes say, hey, hey, you bring juice first. <laughs> they bring juice. We waiting for juice a long time. They start to drink juice, bro. Drink juice. <laughs> and listen, man, it's like, uh, and this is no liar, man. I watch my hand and see like 30 mosquitoes. And I'm doing so, and they're not moving. It's a battle. I said, no, 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 no. I can't do this. I can't do this. Turn back. 
the next time we have citronella oil, that work with a little bit, but it's still coming through, right? They come through the citronella. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for the first like five minutes, you're okay. <laughs> After that, it's like if they they listen, whistle to the friends, bring the shields, bring the shields, and they're coming back, bring the gas mask, and they're coming back at you. <laughs> but what happened now? So a couch in the environment fail. Now I have officials sitting in this environment because I have no choice. Hear it. Restart. They have to go to get a block and come back to me, team. I find. Now, the distance is only like about 100 meters. You run on the sea, the shore, you collect, but it's for climbing more. So you can't really see where you're going now. Apparently, my official didn't walk out on the beach to let them know that is right here is the bricks in time. Mm-hmm. So, like the first five people. Go on, and they keep running down the beach. Go on, high speed, high speed, back and I'll start. Because it's night. Because. So they go on, the others turn, and they're coming out, and they go on and race, search and rescue on us, jump on the vehicle, try and find these men. Can't find them. They keep running, running, running. <laughs> Non-stop as if it's a marathon. No, I am serious, bro. <laughs> so headache one start. This headache is an ongoing headache. Meaning, while this next headache is coming, this one is going on. The first set of teams reach a checkpoint, a serious turn in the trail. But before they reach there, while we're searching for these guys who run in to Neverland, I get a call. Charles, we have to abandon this location. I say, what? Too much mosquito. We can't make more citronella oil now. <laughs> we did that. It's now working. I said, God, guys, please, I beg, you can't leave there. We paint two bamboo, they will know where to go. Now, at this point, is an X. So you could go so, so, this way or back where I came from. I said, guys, no, you can't abandon it. Now, they're delirious now because they, you know, mosquitoes, zero cousin, 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 and bite and bite, cousin, cousin. So now when, when teams reach them, they say, yeah, go so. Wrong way. Teams went there, is not there. Come back here. Where, quarrel start in the forest now. So I like, oh my gosh. How I need to find these people on the beach. I need to quell this here. So eventually that came on and I had to make a decision. I had to squash the time from that leg, to be fair. But it was my fault. The next leg and the subsequent leg, they, those were perfect. Those were like some of the best legs they ever did in fusion. That was a water leg, right? After that year, we introduced big signs, directional signs. So every year we tried to learn Tobago. The most complicated part of the course is we get through smooth. Easy like Sunday morning. The easiest part now with... And listen, man, the last, last, last thing that's supposed to happen, we make a mistake. So they reached at Pigeon Point and the last leg, they had to do a, a ride. No, first that someone had to swim, short thing. Then someone had to cycle. And now we have a team run. And that is it. Race done. But it's, all these are short things. So the run, they had to run from Pigeon Point to Storby and back. Right. But but when they reach the store bay, the officials point them down the road as if they head into where they had to ride before. So the later teams would not have known. But the first runners, gone. Headache number two. You know what those headaches identify? You will always have people problems. But what we do, we always find, and that is what I explained here, throughout the years it would have filtered that you have the right people and not only right people, the right people must be in the right seat on the bus before you determine where you're going to drive. A lot of us say, this bus is going to drive in this direction. And then we determine, where do I find people from? And then when they're on the bus, we just say, okay, they're on the bus. But we're not ensure, we don't ensure that the driver's in the driver's seat, the conductor in his seat, and whoever, we just like, well, find a seat. So you need the right people in the right seats on the bus. Now, throughout the years that has happened, to the point now, we don't make those mistakes at all. 
And just to ensure that we minimize those mistakes, although we have the right people on the right bus, or I should probably say because we have the right people on the right bus and the right seat, we have put a lot of mitigating things in place to avoid or minimize the possibilities of that. So those are my horror stories. I still live with them today because you know when you invest so much into something and you leave a bitter taste in some people's mouths, I mean, not all, because not everyone would have been aware of those things because it didn't happen to everyone. But in Manzanella, it happened to... In Manzanella, because you're, you're squashing times, you're, you're offending some people as well because some people are like, I just ran for two hours and you're telling me you're not taking our time. What decisions that we had to make? So those are my horror stories. But the funny thing is, I guess you learn most from those horror stories. Because the most things we learn, I don't want these horror stories to happen again. <laughs> so what do we need to do to not have these horror stories? So in the bad times came good times. All right, all right. So just to flip that then, so give me one of the most inspiring team stories or hero, not hero, but you know, like something I just saw a team do or heard of a team doing on the trail or something that really, that really you know, like, touched them. Yeah. Like, yeah, boy, this, this is what it's about now. You know, like, give me one when, of those stories. When I see teams sacrificing their own team to help other teams on the course. That is like, well, yeah, we we move from team dynamics to intra-team dynamics. Where on the course, although I have no idea who you all are, I'm willing to sacrifice our times as my as our and my team's times for our collective better times. Those are things that like, yeah boy. And then when they finish, you'll see a different team members be coming to other teams and being like, hey, thanks a lot, man. And then when people see the family type environment and metronomes and they bring, because they chain anybody on and they like friends with everybody and come and eat some curry. and, and yeah, As young, young to old and like some kids. Eight-year-olds were there last year. Eight-year-olds. Run everybody running and happy. Yeah, yeah. Eight-year-olds, you didn't hear me? Eight, <laughs> youngest boy was an eight-year-old. And the oldest is... Yeah, cutting people tail. And the oldest was 63. What? Yeah. Okay, so I mean, all, all these men... Love the horror story. Love the inspiration story as well. So, I mean, how do you take all these lessons, take all this knowledge to go ahead and grow and scale this outside of our shows? I know you're yes. alluding to doing some stuff yes. in the region yes. earlier. I mean, I just want, to, yes. want you to expound on that a little so, bit. So, because of the expertise we have gained now and our focus in terms of every year we need to grow, we need to expand, we need to make it better. We need to add value. If we could add value to persons who participate, we'd have done a lot. So we have approached St. Lucia. They love the idea of having it in St. Lucia. When we reach out to teams, some teams in, in Trinidad, the feedback is minimum 100 teams from Trinidad will be willing to go across to St. Lucia to participate. So it could be a very big event in St. Lucia. We met with the Minister of Tourism, the Tourism Board, fire, police, those in charge of the beaches. We met with a video team there already to be able to capture the type of footage we want in terms of promoting St. as a tourism destination for races. But the primary focus will be tourism. So even all the courses we're using and so on, we're passing through places that will draw tourists to the island. Nice. And then it's like, oh, but there's about a race as a secondary thing. So we have the expertise in terms of managing race and in terms of marketing, whether it's marketing events or marketing countries, we have that expertise as well. And uh, we're in some discussions now and we're hoping that we're able to bring to the region, to the world, the facility where we can all go and have a great time in St. Lucia and cart it in terms of you pick a cart, you want to go to Grossile Street Party the Friday night, but you need to come home in time to go to the race in the morning. And little things like by showcasing St. Lucia to reach to the start of the race using catamarans to go across and, and from, from drones, you're seeing the footage of the catamarans or you're using the elongated jeeps for the persons who want to go by land and you're going through the mountain regions. You know, that kind of vibe we want to bring. 
Yeah. And other things that you might want to do, like whale watching and so on. So we want to bring that flavor as well and add our next dimension to the race. So we hopefully it can happen um, this year. And if not this year, we're going to push for next year, God willing. But the time we're looking at will be like November-ish, that type period. And so we'll keep you all posted and hopefully come back here, share some ideas we have for St. Lucia making things happen there and have the energy going on and ignite some fires in St. Lucia as well mm-hmm. in terms of the, the athletic environment. And on the day after Fusion one-on-one, have a 5K for the whole country, a countrywide 5K walk run culminates by a beach with music, starts and ends by a beach, music playing, food selling, jet skis in the water, beach activities, that kind of vibe, that type of flavor. Rhythm section must be there. It's trying to be be there to that type of environment and setting. That is what we're thinking of. It will take a lot of planning as well, but I believe we have the expertise collectively between ourselves and Solution to make it happen even bigger than anything ever before. And so we're working toward that. We're working hard toward it and hoping to bring it. The name Fusion will be perfect for that as well. Right? Yeah. A fusion of cultures, a fusion of a fusion countries. Man, only onto man. Something, man. And hopefully we're able, able to say we could fuse the region. Hmm. And, and this could be one thing that is used as sport and through what we would have done in sport, others could replicate in other industries, you know? And we're willing to help and assist by sharing the knowledge we would have gained in terms of, of advancing us as a people, as a regional people, and getting internationals to come and experience what we have in terms of our culture and, and our vibe. So yeah, fusion, bringing number of pieces together to make one whole, releasing much energy while doing it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Charles, I love the product you built. Thanks, man. I love the brand you've built. I love what what you put into the product, the passion and the thoughts and the, the team you've been able to build around you yes. to provide That's this critical. product and to, to get people like Jose, yes, you know, to, to keep subscribing every year, yeah, yeah. you know, training for five months and all these yes. things. You were just thirsty. <laughs> <I'm> thirsty. <laughs> I love it, man. So before we wrap, is there anything you want to leave us with? Giving you open mic, open platform, open stage, anything you want to make sure that you get across to our audience before we wrap? Well, first, I want to thank all Fusionites, whether you're participating in Fusion once or you're participating every year or you're just told persons about Fusion. Thanks, because without you all, there's no us, right? So thanks on that level from deep, deep within because you all have given us the information, the enthusiasm and the drive to be able to do what we're doing. For those of us who haven't done it, if we could start to do something home in terms of some exercise, if it's to do three squats a day or just to take a walk to the supermarket rather than a drive, let's just become health conscious. Um, let's become environment conscious, secondly. So not littering, like persons littering and fusion, there's disqualification. That is part of our rule system because we need to respect the environment and respect our flora and fauna. So the second I would say is to respect the environment, let's not litter and so on. And third, I would say love. Love in the sense of we ought not as much as possible to live bickering and uh, I do like to say um, part of what we do in Fusion, it bridges this divide. So if you're not participating in Fusion at the moment, you know, keep training, keep practicing these things and looking forward to seeing and hosting Fusion. If you want to be uh, uh, join my team, you can visit us, send an email, fusionaventerices at gmail.com. Visit our website. A lot of information is there. There's a magazine that is there as well that will carry through the 3D maps and so on. So you will see all the courses that we, we ever did before in Fusion. But I want us to, to leave it even though you don't participate in Fusion. Let us do something to be healthy. Pay attention to your diet. Remember, it's a triangle. is rest, exercise, diet. Rest, exercise, and diet. So let's pay attention to them. Be safe this carnival season, people. Pay attention to Black Carpet. And thanks very much for listening. And hope you have a great, great time. All right, all right, all right. So where can we find you, Charles? In www.fusionadventurerace.com 
Just search us up on Instagram, Fusion Aventure, on Facebook, Fusion Aventure Races, and you'll find us. Um, 38,000 uh, persons following. Just join the 38,000. You'll get a lot of information. Join the movement. And let's keep adding some positivity in our environment. Charles, although I have never done Fusion, I heard you mention I want you to tell other people to join Fusion. You're a Fusionite. So today, Charles, I am calling myself a, a Fusionite. Fusionite. Welcome to the... <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Nice, nice. Podcast world, there you have it. Fusion Adventure Races with Charles Bob Semple. Subscribe to Caribbean Power Lunch at CaribbeanPowerLunch.com slash subscribe. Check us out on CastBox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And with that, thank you, Charles. Thank you very much. OCE. Yep. Podcast World, Cabin Studios. We are out. <laughs>